Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to the Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Girl, the podcast. I'm Stacey June and joined by young mate Christy Mercer, where we dump our co-hosts each and every week to chew the fat about what we can't talk about on our breakfast radio shows right here on this podcast. Uh, Christy, I'm excited for this week. Hola. I know I'm so, so excited that we've got a really, really special guest joining us on the show. We do. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Now, this particular gem, I've been starting to call some of our girl guest gems, even though they're our copy. It is confusing. I'm sorry, but but she is a little gem ball. Uh, We have, I don't know if you chatted to her on your show, but I've chatted to her on mine, and she's a bucket of energy (laughs) and super lovely, and we're very, very excited uh, to celebrate the new single that she's releasing as well as have her as our hot seat hottie this week, Bonnie Anderson. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. It's so good. It's like a, a girl thing. Isn't it? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So many and people we get on have like this PR list of all these different interviews they have and they get to us and they go, hold up, what, what is this? <laughs> so that's why we were like, stre- not stressed, but we're like, okay, so we chat, we bring a topic, we call it a gem. Yeah, because we don't have a lot of time, do we? It's called Philip. So, yeah, it's duck, a, bit, right? a bit to take in, yeah. Yes, it is a duck. And it's the only man that actually, or boy, I guess, that uh, shows its face on this podcast, let me tell yeah. you. Wow. Well, I'm glad because there's no latex talk with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff. Hey, uh, Bonnie, Blackout is the new single. You've done a truckload of press for it. Obviously, we spoke to you about it. How How's it going? How does it feel at this point in time? It's been really incredible. You know, I've been... Um, traveling a little bit i've been to perth i've been to adelaide um i went to brisbane melbourne geelong i've kind of been everywhere and it's been really great to um be able to meet people and sing blackout and i've been doing an acoustic version oh love a bunch of um, stations and just some some different people and it's been really cool just to bring it down and and meet people and just uh, talk about myself all day. It gets pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually remember kind of thinking about a particular outfit that you wore. I think it was Christian Dior. I don't know where it was. Like oh, a... yes, with the black. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking of? Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I'm thinking of. That outfit going, who is this chick? <laughs> because that was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. That was really fun, uh, you know, working closely with my stylist and putting that together. And I love I love taking a few risks and just, just having fun, you know, not taking life too seriously. I reckon our red carpets as well can be so beige. Like, you know, yeah. you were fully, you were rocking the leotard with the chul skirt and we will chuck it on yeah. our Thinker Girl Facebook page. It was amazing. But we can't, we're not here to talk fashion. We do have a gem each week that we bring uh, where Philip reigns us in. We've got 10 minutes each to talk about what's on our mind. Uh, let's do a bit of a contents. Uh, Christy, do you want to go first? Um, I want to talk about the fact that this week I got told that I am intimidating or I can be intimidating. And 
I don't know, just processing that and going, oh, my God, you know where, where somebody tells you something about yourself that you had no idea that you were or you'd been doing or making people yeah. feel? A bit of a shock, mm. actually. Mm. Okay. Wow. Bonnie, what have you got to bring uh, to chat about this week? Well, I think what I would like to chat about is, you know, maybe since I was 12 and, you know, right now what I'm doing at the moment is really showing people who I am now and, you mm. know, for the public eye to be adjusting to, a, you know, a young girl changing into a woman. Mm, mm. Yeah. I'm sure you're getting... funny talking about that, you know. Yeah, and I can imagine how much you've been bombarded with that because that certainly wasn't, not original, but I know it's a bit unoriginal, but it was one of the questions I asked you when we chatted to you because yeah. it's a big, I don't know, it seems to be one of these big topics that people are kind of obsessed with, Miley Cyrus. Um, and I reckon we can even bring up Delta Goodrum's new Oral-B campaign in that, actually, oh, as well. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I want to talk about, I want to talk about working on friendship uh, and just compared to how we attack um, working stuff out with our friends compared to how we do it in when we're in relationships. Okay. Right. Sorry. I reckon that, yeah, yeah, I've got a bit to say on that. I reckon they require the same, if not more, work. Yeah, it's interesting. And you feel like they don't and you're not yeah. sure when you get to them if you should be and if this means yeah. and all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, we'll chew it. Would you want to start? We'll start with that maybe. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do that. Start with that. All right, cool. So basically, um, I've been, I've moved back to Victoria, which is, uh, Bonnie, to fill you in, was doing radio in Cairns in far north Queensland for a little bit of time and then moved back home. And obviously oh. there's so, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm getting on the road straight after this and heading back to my, go for a run with my girlfriend yeah. and then we're going to have cocktails. It's just, life's good. Life's pretty good. That's so great. Um, and But I guess over that time I was so excited uh, and so so just wrapped and and just you know just immersed in the fact that I got to come home that I forgot that I was you know basically turning back on my life with all my friends and and with all my social life and I guess that there's been a bit of a transition period for some of them and and Definitely. a fair few conversations of just finding my feet back into life with a few of my mates and a bit of it may have been my own insecurities of where I fit in because you know you're a bit out of the groove and you're not kind of sure how it works but then I started to think to myself am I overthinking some of this like do I need to be putting my friends through these big dms about our friendships and why do I need to be kind of starting to be so open and full-on with them if they're not my actual partners what do you mean starting (laughs) yeah true but I mean it is but I talk about stuff I don't really talk about us. And you know what, Christy? I've noticed one thing. Like, I've noticed that I talk a lot about... I analyse a lot around me and I analyse a lot in myself, but I don't... I'm not always that honest with how I feel about my close people. I feel like I kind of put... Not put their needs before mine, but I don't know. I'm uncomfortable sometimes talking about things like that. And so... I wasn't sure when I went to talk to them about stuff, about feeling a bit funny or just kind of working through some things with different friends, not anyone in particular, that Mm -hmm. if I should be giving it the time, because I was like, Mm -hmm. is this because you're bored and you're single? Like, is this why you're doing this? Or is this, is everyone else working through things with their friends as well? I I wasn't sure how, if it was just me. I think you I think the thing is Stace, because, and Bonnie, you, you would be all over this as well, being and working in radio, like Stace and I, having to move around to different parts of Australia and you are often 
feel like you feel a little bit of FOMO, like you're missing out a mm. little bit and you bit out a little bit. You know, I was and... just about to say, yeah. so right. Especially like at this time in my life, I, you know, just released a single and, you know, the last probably few years I've been very busy traveling and spent some yeah. time in Los Angeles and it's hard to know how how close you have to keep to your friends and then when you get back, what is it going to be like and, you know, and especially me being this age, my friends have just started, you know, we're kind of just become legal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, they're always going out and partying and, and I, you know, I don't have time to do that sort of stuff. So it's um, it's funny, like, looking back where, where everyone is at home and going, oh, I wish I could do that because I, don't, I feel like I'm missing out or I feel like I'm going to lose my friends, you know. And when you, you go you when you go through that, Bond, do you, are you having these, so I think the question is, are you having the conversations with them about feeling awkward with them or are you just kind of thinking it and keeping it in? Because that's the bit I wasn't sure. I'm like, yeah. do I yeah. talk to them about it or do I just kind I of suffer in silence? I always talk. I always, um, I'm very open, I'm a very open person and very honest. So, you know, I have my really close group of friends and um, I always say how I feel. So you say, I feel left out or I feel this or... Yeah. Yeah, not so much that, but even like I hope, I just say, you know, I would say to them, you know, I hope that this this isn't going to, you know, change anything and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And they're always like, no, what are you talking about? I know, because it's so in our head, isn't it, a lot how, of it? How have you gone, Bonnie, with, with being away and, and being so successful, you know, riding in LA and then coming back and doing tours and releasing singles. I mean, not only are you kind of away geographically from your, from your mates and stuff to feel that distance, but, I mean, how have you and they gone and have any relationships kind of changed because Definitely. of how well you're doing? Like, is there any is there any hint of not so much jealousy but almost as in like, oh, well, Bonnie's too big to kind of worry about us. I don't want to call her and, I don't know, offload my little problems with my boyfriend. Because she's famous. She's doing, mm. yeah, amazing yeah, things. Yeah, sometimes it feels like you really do find who your true friends are. Mm. I mean, yeah. sometimes it's really, it's a shock because you think, wow, like I was so close to you and then we're not chatting anymore. Like, where are you in my life kind of thing. Mm. But, mm. You know, everyone's doing their own thing and I don't, I don't ever look at it as a jealousy thing. That doesn't even come into my mind. I just look yeah. at it as we grow up, we take our own, um, you know, journeys in life and do our thing, you know, and just you kind of fall apart from people. But I always know who my closest friends are. Well, that's are. it. And I think that's what I've realised um, is that potentially you pick the ones that you do want to work on it with and if you do, yeah. you push through and tell them yeah. how you feel even if it's hard. Because for me, I don't know, for some reason I feel so embarrassed talking about things that my friends might not be, you know, I might have felt this or you made me feel like this or I just want to make sure this is okay. I, I don't talk up with that and I talk up with everything else yeah. in my life. Yeah. It's really weird. Chrissy, have you actually had a conversation with a friend where you've gone, this isn't okay or I'm feeling a bit shitty about when you did this? Like, does that happen for you? Yeah, absolutely. When I moved up to Queensland and I was living in Townsville for eight or nine months, and you do, like I agree with you, Bonnie, you do, you sort out who your good friends are. They're the ones that are calling you every few days or just sending a text to say thinking of you or wish you were here. Yeah. Or, and it, it is nice to receive that. But after coming back from Townsville and coming back to Victoria and stuff, so there were definitely, yeah, there were moments where I've had 
this feeling of, oh, shit, you're all talking about stories and those, these amazing fun nights that I wasn't there and I can't, I can't connect and I, I don't really have anything to import. I just mm. feel like I'm sitting back and, and watching a group of friends talk and I'm like the bystander. And there have been times where I have had conversations with really close mates and I have been honest and said, is everything all right? I feel like you've been a bit, you know, distant. I haven't really spoken to you in ages. And I don't mm. think, I don't think, I don't know, you shouldn't be scared to do it, but I understand yeah. it. It's a, it's really I get so nervous. And the problem with me is I will then give a piece of information and then run back into my hole. And then most of my mates are left thinking, well, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, I have no idea. And Christy started to actually see a bit of this. Like, I'm all in my yeah. head and then I communicate a bit and then I go back and think that everyone knows what I'm actually talking yeah. about. I'm a bit, yeah. I don't know if you watch Offspring, but I'm, I'm more and more as I get older, I'm so Nina. I just, you are, oh my you God, I spurt shit out and I just expect Far that everyone out. is living in this world, according to Stacey, especially my besties, I think, well, they'll know because I'm so uncomfortable talking about it. And so then I realised this week when I had this particular fr- a conversation with a friend, I was like, look, this is my bad. I've actually been thinking about this for a month and I've yeah. just assumed that you kind of will get it and you've just gotten this one part of what I'm trying to say. And actually, I need to explain to you that it started a month ago. <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys reckon, have you ever had a, a fight with a really good girlfriend and it almost to me feels worse than having a fight with a boyfriend? Oh, it yeah, makes you feel enough. like you, Definitely. I I do yes. not cope. I do not cope. And clearly I don't because I haven't even been having the honest conversations and I have the honest conversations with everyone and my mates. I find it so hard because I guess I rely on them so much and they are my family, my girlfriends and, you know, summer guys are, like are my family and I just I have yeah. this fear factor that they won't be there which is ridiculous yeah. but yeah. they're the one thing that I get scared to lose where, where they're probably the one thing that I won't lose <laughs> oh there's there oh, that's your Phillip. first meeting with Philip <laughs> oh my god you know what I thought it was someone's phone going up but then I remembered it oh yeah no it's Philip no, phone? What phone? No, Philip's a duck in <laughs> That's here. Exactly yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Like you feel you feel sick. I just think it's yeah. the fear of that reaction. But you just got to keep reminding yourself, Stace and Bonnie, if if there is ever that fear, and that they are your best mate. So they're not gonna, you know what I mean? Like, the good ones aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And the good know, ones, people appreciate right. someone honest. Yeah, because it keeps your friendship. It's so true. And then you say it and yeah. they're like, you're, you're, you're actually batshit crazy that you've got nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> hey, hey Bonnie, do you reckon we should, we should give you the honours? I reckon you go next. We'll sandwich you in the middle of mm. your Bonnie sandwich. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, perfect. Well, basically, we were talking to you before we started the podcast, just a bit about how the obvious question comes up, uh, I guess, of the transformation you had from when you were super teeny and started and, and was on Australia's Got Talent to now. I mean, yeah. how do you, how are you coping with this whole kind of, I don't know, it's, it's people looking at you differently, feeling like you have to express yourself as a woman, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's it like to be on be you in that because we all ju- we are all everyone's judging or everyone's making comments but it's yeah. it's hard to see what it's yeah. like to be the actual person yeah well since you know a young age I've always been the person that you know is never going to be anyone else but myself I'm very honest very open person and 
it's fun. It's fun, you know, going around and hearing what people have to say or pe- what people are asking me. Is and, it fun? You know, even, yeah, it's fun. You know, I like it. <laughs> I like interacting with people, and it's really looking on, you know, socials and some people have nasty things to say, and you know, I, I just kind of giggle to myself <laughs> a little bit. But some people, like a lot of them, have been really great, and you know, embracing the fact that I am, you know, I'm 19 year old, you know, little woman now. And I, um, you know, I have grown. And in the last seven years, I've, you know, I thought it was really important to take that time out Mm. from Australia's Got Talent and, you know, be a kid, uh, learn my craft, actually develop myself as an artist and as a person. You know, you learn so much throughout that time. It's such a a big, you know, and even from 12 to 19, you're growing so much Mm. and you learn so much and... You know, I've got a very open-minded family and my brother and my two sisters are much older than me. They're in their 30s. Okay. so That's where you get this from. I was like, you're an old soul man. Like, I'm like, where do you get this from? And that you've been hanging out with adult people your whole life. Yeah, yeah, Mm. totally. I've always had, um, you know, an older, mature family around me, um, which has been really great to grow up with and they've all been so supportive and we're all very close and, and, and such an open family. So that's really, uh, that's kind of made me who I am today, you know, quite open-minded and and I, I guess a little bit mature. Mm. Bonnie, do you ever feel like, and I feel like... definitely not mature. Yeah. <laughs> Same. In all the good ways. You know, when, when people ask that question, so it's like, Oh my god, you were like twelve and you're a girl, and now you're like a, a hot woman doing like video clips in black latex. It's almost <laughs> like that question to me. It's like, oh well, you've gone away and made the conscious effort and conscious decision to, I don't know, present yourself in a certain way so that can, people can now decipher Bonnie from yeah. Australia's Got Talent as a twelve-year-old to Bonnie now doing your thing and being yourself. I mean, was there ever any? Um, not preconceived idea, but was there any uh, effort for you to go, okay, I need people to know me for, as I am now? Or was it that just a really organic kind of natural process where it was like you were 12 now and now you're 19 and this is who you are and how you dress and how yeah. you carry yourself? I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. There's a lot of thinking involved. You know, I, this has been my dream for a very long time. And you go okay, what am I going to do here? And what am I going to do there? And what songs am I going to sing? But this is what why I took that time out for seven years and, and developed and made sure that I knew exactly what artist, you know, sort of artist I wanted to be. Was that the plan from the 12-year-old time, though? Or is that something that kind of organically happened? Or did you actually consciously say, when I turn 18 again or when I come mm. back, is that will I step up back into the spotlight? Yeah, no, definitely not. It was very organic yeah okay yeah when I felt the time was right and you know I signed with Sony Music when I was there just turned 17 Mm -hmm. and with my management Ralph Carr management and we've just developed in that time and just you know and not rushed it there's no rushing and it's just we've just made sure it's it feels right for everyone and you know and I am very true to who I am as a person so all of this stuff people will go, wow, is she trying to be like Miley Cyrus or something? I'm like, I've got more covered skin in that video. Yeah, I think the comparison is more just the child to, you know, child to kind of this sex symbol thing, which I don't even really know where that comes from. But I will say, I will ask you this, do you ever feel the need to be sexy 
as a pop star? Is there a time where you go, I don't really know if I feel this kind of way, but I know that the pop star thing and the film clip thing demands it? Or are you actually going, no, no, this is fun. This is cool. I feel great. I want to do this. Like how is it? Yeah. Where do you stand with that? Yeah. So I, I love taking risks. I love, you know, having fun. All my life I've, I've done that, you know. I haven't mm, been mm. so innocent, even as a 12-year-old, you know. Mm. I remember just loving taking... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Photos and being cheeky and mm. I always had that cheeky side and I love... Love filming the video for Blackout because it was fun, you know. It was risky, mm. a little bit of taking risks because people haven't seen that side of me before. But this is what I, I'm really excited about, to show people, you know, this side to Bonnie. And um, it's going to be really fun, you know, even the next video and the next single. I can't wait to work on that film clip and, and just I'm really excited for people to get to know me a bit more. Because I feel like there is a real difference and obviously the pop star thing happens and there is some kind of creativity that comes out and I think there's a, a fine line between being a good role model and also losing the edge that you want with your music and your image. Exactly, um, yeah. But at the same time, I also feel like there are times where people may feel pressured to be that side. Now, Delta Goodrum has come out and done this Oral B campaign uh-huh. where yeah, it's essentially right. a bit like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's essentially to... She does a striptease. Well, she pretends to do a striptease. Yeah. She doesn't. Right. She kind of takes her bra strap down a bit and she's fully clothed, so it's absolutely PG. It's a, P, it's a PG striptease. It's a, it's a commercial, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for Oral B. And I just feel... I just feel a bit like, are you doing this because you feel like that side of you doesn't exist and that's what the industry demands? Or are you doing this because you actually think this is fun? Because when I watch that, and I don't know her, I I know it's a judgment from the outside, but it doesn't feel like her. Does that make sense? It doesn't feel like that. So you say to me, you want to be a bit edgy, you want to be a bit, you know, a a bit kind of have fun with it and and be a bit rebellious, whereas I don't get the vibe that she is that person and yet we try and get, we get these kinds of takes of her that I almost feel like, I don't know if it's for the money or if it's for reasons, but I just don't buy it. Yeah, well, you've got to buy it and, I mean, that's the same thing with being a role model. You've got to have that other side. For me, I'm I'm just an all-round positive person. I like to, you know, look at life in a positive way and I want, you know, my fans and my audience to see that from me through, throughout all the, you know, interviews and, and me just talking to them. 
So as a mm. role model, that's what I like. But I also like to be me. Mm. So you know, it doesn't, fun... and it do- yeah, it doesn't feel forced. As somebody who like Stacey and I don't know you personally, but just from from this podcast and speaking to you previously on our breakfast radio shows, it does it. I mean. I think people smell a fake pretty easy. You, you can spot that a mile yeah. away. If, if... And look, you don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know, but I don't know. Chrissy, did you see the film clip? I, I mean, the, the the campaign. I just, I don't believe it. It feels like, it feels forced. I just yeah, felt, I, actually, I felt awkward watching it. Yeah. And for me, because I felt awkward, I was like, not feeling awkward because I'm like, oh, Zelda, what are you doing? I feel awkward because I'm like, why are you feeling like you need to do this? Well, like, that's kind of what I felt yeah. too. And again, I am not, I hated the voice with the Delta bashing. I hated people bashing people for being whatever they are. I don't, we don't do yeah. women bashing on this podcast or ever. But one minute. Thank you, Stacey. Okay, thanks. I, um, I definitely don't understand. I just didn't feel like it was natural. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay, mm. I haven't seen it yet, but you'll have to check it out. Christy, do you want to do your um your your gem really quickly? Because I think we're yeah, going to have to yeah. let Bonnie go soon. Yeah, let's do this real quick. So I got told this week that I can be um, scary. Like I'm, I'm sometimes I'm scared of you, and you're very intimidating. Is what I got told. Someone told you that. Someone told me that. Somebody very close to me told me that. And without without kind of going into details, because I, I don't know that's. It's kind of healed over now, and I don't want to kind of open up that old wound. But it's really weird being told something about yourself. Mm. Like when, so, you know, Stacey was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago when somebody told you you're a girly girl, and you're like, hang on a second. Like it's, it's yeah. funny. It's funny when you have this idea of who you are and the way you hold yourself and present yourself. And then someone else's view of yeah. the way you are. And I pride myself on being pretty no bullshit straight down the line. Um, yeah. You know, he, here's my two cents. And I'm not saying it to be controversial, but, you know, here it is anyway. And for mm-hmm. some reason, then turn around and say, you're intimidating. I was I had no idea that that's the way that it could be kind of perceived. Bonnie, just quickly before we have to let you go, you were saying before that you, um, you've also been called this? I've had people say to me that I can be intimidating and I think, wow, that's interesting. But as a kid, I was quite, well, even now, I can be very forward and quite Mm. confident um, as a person. And, um, you know, I definitely say how I feel and, you know, if I'm not cool with it, I'll I'll, I'll let them know. know, So maybe that could be what it is. You know, I'm just pretty upfront, honest, and maybe that's what they're thinking, you know. I think as well it also comes down to sometimes people that's there's a fine line way also changing anything because you don't want to come off as a an intimidating bitch but at the same time I feel like a lot of it is about their own crap mm. you know where it's like actually Oh, okay. We will let Bonnie go and we'll keep having a chat, uh, Christy, about this particular gem. But, Bon, you are super popular. Yay. Thanks, guys. Um, we're oh, so really thrilled to uh, to have chatted to you. Do you um, Can people find you on Twitter if they heard you here and they loved you and want to say hi? Where do they go? Oh, totally. Follow me, Bonnie Anderson underscore. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, ladies. That was really fun. Speak soon. Bye. Thanks, Bonnie. Bye. Thank you so much, girls. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Christy, young mate, I'm going to call you straight back. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Okay, see ya. Okay, let's get going. So I think um, I think the idea is how much do you figure out the way between 
what you want to be like giving out to people, particularly if they've said this to you, you don't want them to be feeling like that. But then how much do you also change for someone that potentially it could be a lot about their own shit? Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. I You never want to go thinking about, oh, how is this going to be perceived before you actually say it? And will this, you know, there has to be obviously an element of, of caring about other people's feelings and not saying things intentionally to piss people off. But, I mean, you can't go through your whole life, I suppose, having to think about how is this going to affect every single person, how is it going to be perceived, will somebody think I'm a bitch before you speak your mind because that's just exhausting. It is exhausting. And I think as well, intimidating, was this particular person a boy? was yeah mm. and I think that that sometimes has a bit of a play because yeah. as much as we don't I don't like to do gender stuff unnecessarily there are also people that will bring the intimidating zone forward and I question whether your exact behavior was done by a person in the same gender i.e a man compared to you would actually be found intimidating yeah, and look, that's the thing. It was like only last week that we had um, SAFM's Hayley Pearson on and, and we were talking about, you know, judgy women and how especially women in our industry working in media or radio in particular are always the alpha female or have to be the strong woman. But I just think that, I don't know if you had that exact personality type, you're right, to put it in a dude. I honestly don't think... You'd bat an eyelid. Or would the word intimidating come out? The word would come leader or, you know, uh, he's really good at his job or he's a go-getter. Whereas when it's a guy feeling like that with a girl, it's like, oh, she just freaks me out. It's like they don't speak the language, so it's like straight away I'm intimidated, which, look, fair enough. Like sometimes people don't cope with difference, but... I don't know, there's lots of things about boys that I deal with, whether it's my mates, whether it's people that I work with, whether it's been relationships, that I don't really understand either. And while sometimes I think boys and packs of boys can be intimidating and whatever, I don't know, I think that there also is just uh, people being people and, and I think it doesn't have to come down. I don't know, I think it is a little bit different when it's kind of guy on guy and girl on girl with this stuff. Well, how that's, that sentence to... didn't really make sense, did it? But do you kind of know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know, but I mean, have you been told before, Stace, that you're intimidating? And, um... and I mean, is that something that once I've been told, I really am super, not super cautious, but I am wary of, of what I say. Yeah, and, and I think, I I think this is really care. It's a really one to be careful about because, like I said, there's a fine line for you to change to make someone feel comfortable and there's a fine line for you to also be bending over and kind of playing on the field that they want. So it's like they're saying, I need you to be this person for me. And it's like, well, actually, this is who I am and I come from a good place whilst I might think about, you know, making sure I don't raise my voice or I don't go out of my way to make you feel uncomfortable. I also am who I am, as are you, and why should I be the one to change? You know, I mean, in the end, yeah, intimidating is one of those words and powerful and ambitious and all of that is something that can be intimidating to people, but why are we the ones that have to change? Why aren't the people that are intimidated the ones that go to therapy and learn how to speak up for themselves? Like, why is it always the other way? In the end, especially in the workplace, it's like, well, game on, bring it. We're all we're all trying to work, and we're all it's competitive. 
If you can't keep up, you can't keep up. I wonder if that would make him feel less intimidated if I said, well... I'm not going to change. So well, you can't do that. It. You no. can't go about it like that. But in your own head, because, of course, you don't want to be mean to people. And if someone's been honest with you enough to do that, that takes balls. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it? you can't ignore that. But at and the same time, how much do you change for them is my point. It wasn't a negative conversation. It was actually quite a positive conversation. And I think you can sometimes get wrapped up but you feel comfortable enough with somebody to kind of tell them straight and tell them how it is and bring things up and go oh no that wasn't good enough or I don't why you know why did we do it that way or why are we talking about this or that's bullshit that you just said that I don't know and that's maybe why I was a bit offended or a bit taken back because I was like whoa I you know I was thinking that I was I had a good enough relationship with you to be myself and be honest with you without you taking it any way bar what it was. Yeah, and I think, look, we all want to be nice people and good people and whether it's a friend... Um, that you're talking about. I mean, you want you they're your friends, so you care about them. You want yeah. them to feel comfortable. You don't want them to feel shit about themselves. So I think it's good sometimes, as I've been reminded by my mates, you know, we're not all, there's a quote from Sex and City that my friend actually says to me, we're not all as tough as you, Miranda. Like, <laughs> like there's this bit where, where Miranda is like, you know, yeah. they're going each other and she's yeah. like, we're not all as tough as you, Miranda. And people have said that to me, like, Stacey, you've got to remember, sometimes there's people a bit broken that you're trying to be the cheerleader for and that's not always going to be the style and you learn from that it's it's a place where you do learn but you've also got to be really mindful whether it's a friend I think it's also a bit different if it's in the workplace Mm. because it's work as much as you've got to be sensitive and you've got to keep friendships you also are trying to do a job so I don't know know the work thing is and I feel sometimes that intimidating, strong alpha one thing, especially in the workplace when you are a female, is can sometimes be a good thing because I think sometimes it's put down to, oh, she's very professional. Because I think sometimes, I think... Professional, that's the word such a cop-out. That's a cop-out word for blokes not knowing how to say powerful or strong because they don't want to give you that power. So many times I've thought to myself, and I've actually said to people, um, you know, in past jobs and that kind of thing, oh, you know, ABC, they probably think I'm such a bitch. And I've heard multiple times from different people in different jobs. Oh no, but they said they said you're very, you know, just professional. Yeah, no, I, like, I get Ouch. confident. I get confident. Ouch. And my mate actually brought to my attention. I was like, oh, they say that I'm confident. This, this, and this. And my mate was like, confident. Yeah, is such a fucking bullshit word. You it's know, for chicks, it's like, oh, isn't it? <laughs> confident. What the fuck is confident? What about the fact that I'm good at my job? What about the fact that I'm going to be your boss one day? What about the fact that I, you know, in your instance, you rate well. Or what about those kinds of things? Ambitious, you know, um, uh, uh, talented. What about those words? Confident to me, especially when describing... It almost reminds me when you describe a kid. Like if they go, you know, describe this young kid, you know, this six, seven-year-old kid, and if you say, oh, they're very confident to me, I immediately go, bossy, Mm. bossy, (laughs) needs to get away, and it's a bit of a loud mouth. And I think those same connotations come into play when you hear the confident slash intimidating professional workplace bullshit so yeah right so we've we've bounced around that essentially it could be a mate or a workmate but it clearly seems to be a workmate (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I didn't. I didn't say you. No, did. I know. That was you jumping to your own conclusion. Yeah, but I, I think. Yeah, I think that it's. Um. Yeah, I think it's a tough one. I think there are. There should be different rules for different parts of your life. I do believe that. Um, but I think that's what women are so good at at compartmentalising. Yeah, it's true. Can separate. I've got my work self. I've got my Saturday night party self. I've got my mother self, you Mm. know, whether it's your own kids or, you know, maybe your your nieces or nephews or younger cousins. Like, it's okay to have different sides of yourself. And I actually think, for me, and I don't know whether you agree with this, but it gives you a bit of sanity sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It comes back to the conversation we had last week about the kind of man that I would like in my personal life because you do need that different part of you that's activated that isn't alpha like you are at work and it is it's an interesting one i think that's it's a good skill to have i've been out for work drinks this was only recently and it's so funny when you're out having a cocktail with your workmates on a friday night like we were and and it was like oh i didn't know you were like this kind of sitting people say that to me all the time too oh my god i want to see more of that around the office well no mate you've got to be my bestie and my mum so get fucked like i'm here to work and if i'm good when the mic turns on then don't shut up like i don't need to be that for you i will agree that i'm probably at least 20 percent nicer when i'm tipsy like if i could be tipsy 24 7 without the health connotations oh my god like i would be there because i think when you are i'm gonna say two and a half lines in i'm probably my best self oh shut the fuck up that is such a crock of shit you're just your best self for yourself you think you are your best self because you've been given this confidence by the white liquid in your hand but actually for the rest of us i don't discriminate okay but for the rest of us we're like she can't fucking pull a sentence together she's been up since five and now she reckons that she's amazing oh friday nights when you're up early during the week you are i'm just yeah, rat that. shit. I know, yeah, absolutely yeah, shit. Okay, yeah. so big exciting news, and we've got to thank Bonnie Anderson again. Bonnie, uh, yeah. you can find her on Twitter at Bonnie Anderson underscore at the end. Um, her new single Blackout is out, and I think she's kind of going to be her and Samantha Jade are going to, I think, reign for the next, you know, Aussie pop princess. Hell yeah! Um, yeah you can see it. This yeah. yeah, this is our fortieth episode, young mate. Oh, um, oh. I know. Happy anniversary. Oh, what'd you get me? I was just about to say, I think there's something for 40 years, so I'll be waiting for that in the mail. Next week, I'll see first. Next week, (laughs) next week, we have a very, very, very massive announcement. I reckon next week is the week we let everyone know what we'll be doing in September. And it's Isn't not that funny. I was just about to say what the fuck's the announcement. Yeah, September. <laughs> Let's tell people yeah, next okay, week, I think. Right, right, because yeah. we're into our fortieth. Uh we'll yeah, be, you know, kicking it over. Uh we are not going to be cheerleaders at the AFL Grand Final. Um that won't be what that's not what we're doing. And <laughs> what right. else are we not doing? Give us a call. Give us a call if you're interested. <laughs> and if you're paying well. We're not um, um um, we're not doing a beer bong competition. No, I'm terrible at beer pong. I can't skull. Yeah, and we're yeah. not doing. We're not going to Thailand and doing the podcast live on an elephant. No, oh, as much as we would love. Yeah, to, we're not. We're not running away, <laughs> and we're definitely not going anywhere. But it, yeah. What were you going to say? 
I was going to say, but what we are doing is going to be sharing some really cool, exciting news. I know we've kind of been, te- you've, we've been teasing people with that for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I know. We're slack. Like, we actually have known yeah. and needed to get yeah. stuff happening for ages. But, yeah, we've got heaps of news to bring to you, and that will happen on our 41st episode next Monday. Excellent. So please stay tuned for that. Um, and it will be, in particular, very special for our Victorian friends. Yes. Uh, that's all we'll say for now. Yeah, that's all we'll say. So if you do want to listen to any of our other podcasts, please do by heading to iTunes. Uh, you can even, I'm going to throw in a new uh, a new URL today. It's podcast.thinkagirl.com.au if you want to stream online. Yeah. Um, and you can find all of this information and links and other fun stuff on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls. Well, yeah, like. mate. Click like yeah, and then we cl- can chat during the week. Give us a like up here, yeah. would you? Because <laughs> <Do what laughs> that's all I've got up me at the moment. <laughs> Need a few Facebook likes. Hey, hey, come on. It's, you know, no, I've actually weekend. been doing pretty well the last couple of weeks, haven't I? Exceptionally well. Wink, wink. Mm. Nudge, nudge. All right. Well, if you haven't had one up you, good luck this week. <laughs> I hope that everybody has something up them other than a Facebook like. Mm, so do I. Yeah. I can't wait for that. <laughs> Long distance relationship. Hashtag, yeah. All right. Hashtag, you opened it up that no more are we kind of <laughs> alluding that we were talking about something else. <laughs> Bye, mate. See ya. <laughs> Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirltv on Twitter. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.